As we said at the outset, today is a, a very special day at Northside. It's, um, we've been spending months in this process, so if you're a guest here this morning, especially if you're a first-time guest, it may seem kind of strange to you, but that's okay. Uh, we are doing, uh, going through really a very biblical um, uh, charge to appoint elders. Today is a good day. It's a culmination of this months-long process it's a significant day. Uh, Northside is 80 years old this year. And in that 80 years, we've had 25 shepherds serve us. And today we add shepherds 26, 27, and 28. It's a monumental day. We are who we are today because of the shepherds who have led us yesterday. And who we will be tomorrow depends largely on the shepherds that we appoint and our current shepherds that will serve today. We stand here today on the shoulders of giants. And those who've gone before us have led by being submissive to the Lord, obedient to His Word, thoughtful and considerate about what is best for the flock, and always thinking about what is best for Northside. So it's a good day, it's a significant day, it's a monumental day, but it's a, it's, can I just be honest, it's kind of a hard day to name. Um, if you've been a Church of Christ for a long time, typically this is the, called the, uh, where we do installing elders, uh, which I think sounds sort of almost as significant as in, installing a new dishwasher. I, installing Installing is not a word that I like. I'm going to install this piece of furniture. I'm going to install this new appliance. And that just doesn't give this significance to what I'm trying. I, I, I thought about the word ordination, but eh, I, I'm not too big on that one either. The, the closest one I can come to is appointment, which is a biblical term. And Paul said to Titus to appoint elders in every church. And so that's what we're calling it today is the, the, the appointing of Northside Shepherds, because that's what we're here to do. Whatever you call it, today is a big day for the Northside family. It's a significant day and a moment as a church family that we come together to celebrate. And it began way back in June when we began to study elders and shepherds to prepare uh, our minds and our hearts for what we were about to do. And we, we learned several things in that process. Number one, we learned why we need shepherds. And we learned that leadership in the biblical church of the New Testament looks a lot different than you will see at other churches. It's not one man in charge of all the churches. It's not one denominational group or board in charge of this, this group of churches. It's, if you look at the scriptures, it's a, a group of men over a local church. And that's significant, significant because we say we're a church of the Bible. We want to lead in the way that God showed us to lead. We believe it's best because it's God, God's way. We talked about who shepherds are. We said they're wise, mature, disciplined, self-controlled men of good reputation who lead well. And then we learned about what shepherds do, what their function is and uh, why they go about it. They lead us, they protect us, they mature us, they nurture us, and they serve the family here. All of that 
led us up to today. As a congregation, we spent a couple of months studying the scriptures, and I hope you did that. We poured over it. We prayed over it. Hopefully some of you fasted for a time because seeking shepherds, seeking leadership is not a small thing in the eyes of God. God's people in times past, I read from the passage of Jeremiah, were misled by poor shepherding. Uh, We look at the story of the kings. Uh, We know that there were good kings who sought the Lord and all that they did, but there were poor kings that they sought only what they wanted instead of what God wanted. We know of churches that have been led by poor shepherding, and we've seen the result of that. We've been blessed as a congregation to have good shepherds. We want to continue in that blessing, but that's not going to happen because of us. Just understand, in that regard, that has everything to do with God and not us. Now, to, to begin to step back and think, well, we're something extra special because we... No, no, what makes... Us special is that we seek the leading of God, that we seek his will, that we study his word, and that we apply it to our lives. So we begin this process. Many of you begin submitting nominations after thinking about it, studying the scriptures, uh, prayerfully putting those nominations for you. The, the, the current shepherds had a huge stack of names, and we appreciate the thought and prayer that went into each and every name. Three weeks ago... After much prayer and discussion, names of three men were put forward uh, in order for the congregation to examine those men and their lives against Scripture, and uh, giving you the opportunity to raise any scriptural objections to those who are being considered to be appointed as new shepherds. And so today we appoint three new shepherds, and that's what today is about. Jim Andrews, Brent Clothier, and Craig Greenwood will serve as shepherds number 26, 27, and 28. Over the last several weeks, our current shepherds have been uh, really praying over this, this, discussing this matter, thinking through it, and asking the congregation to be engaged in it. Uh, they want to continue the uh, having the kind of leadership that has served Northside well, and seeking the men of the quality that the Scriptures call us to seek. We as a congregation gather today to support, to pray for, to honor, to encourage our shepherds. And so as we begin that process, I want to ask you to pray with me. Please join me in prayer. Father in heaven, We humbly come to you today as a family of believers. We are in awe and reverence of your holiness and your majesty. We praise your holy name and we we have endeavored this morning to worship you with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. Father, you know over the last several months we have diligently sought your wisdom, your discernment, your guidance by the Holy Spirit as we have sought out godly shepherds who will lead us and protect us and mature us and nurture us and shepherd this congregation well. Lord, we have searched the scriptures. We have meditated thoughtfully and prayerfully about the men whose lives match up to the qualities given from your word. Lord, we have put forth the names of men we believe are qualified and have entrusted our current shepherds to prayerfully consider those men which would be best for this season. 
Father, we trust their leadership as wise, Christ-centered, spirit-led men who love you, who desire to do what's best for your church here at Northside, and who want to see every soul in heaven with you. Lord, we believe that you have guided us to the right men for this time. I want to pray a special prayer for your hand to be upon them as they take up the yoke of leadership. I pray for their wives as well, knowing that our enemy is always at work, especially to take down those who lead in the kingdom. We pray for them. We pray for their families. Father, show yourself faithful again. Fill our shepherds with an abundant measure of your love and your patience, your vision, and your wisdom. Bless them with strength in times of trial, courage in times of fear, and faith to move many, many mountains. Father, in times past, you have shown yourself faithful as we have sought to be faithful to you. Where we are today is due not to us, but to you and to the faithfulness of, your, of our shepherds to you. In every respect, Father, these men have always pointed us back to you, have always pointed us back to your word, have always relied on you as much as they tell us to rely upon you. Faith in you, obedience to your word, reliance upon you and your spirit, these are the things which our shepherds have called us to and will Continue to call us to again. Lord, as you raise up new shepherds for us to follow, I I pray not only for the nine shepherds, but I pray for each and every one of us, well over a thousand souls who are part of this family, that we would respect and submit to our leaders the decisions they make. They have hard jobs. They do not get to make easy decisions And there are often decisions that they make that no matter what decisions are made, someone will be unhappy. I pray that that we, as a flock, will make their work as a shepherd a joy and not a burden. I pray that we will give them always our sincere respect, our humble submission, our faithful service, and our steadfast prayers. We pray, Father, for your richest blessings to be on our shepherds, not at all for their glory. I know that's not what they're seeking, but only for yours. And finally, Lord, we pray that out of your glorious riches, that you will strengthen us all with power through your spirit in our inner beings, so that your son Jesus may dwell in each of our hearts through faith. And I pray that we, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love, his love, surpasses knowledge that we may be filled to the measure of the fullness of your Son. Lord, Father, you are able to do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. We've seen that so many times in our story as a family of God's people. Whether it was a Know Your Bible or or the Women Walking with God conference or Wichita Work Camp, 
or in so many other ways, you have done immeasurably more than we could ever have asked or imagined according to your power that is at work within us. Father, to you, to you and you alone, be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. As we begin in prayer, let me now introduce our new shepherds that we are appointing this morning. First up is Jim Andrews. Uh, Jim and Frida became members at Northside 12 years ago after moving to Wichita from Winfield, where they lived for 21 years. Both of them are originally from Tennessee. And since 2012, Jim has served as the deacon of adult class fellowship groups and also as the class leader of the Bible Boomers class. Jim and his wife, Frida, have been married for 41 years. They have two married daughters, one living in Olathe, one in the other in Topeka. They are blessed with four grandchildren. Jim has worked his entire career in the logistics and supply chain field. And for the last 10 and a half years, he has been the business development manager for United Warehouse Company. Frida works as a school social worker with USD 259 here in Wichita. Jim enjoys reading and playing golf, and he currently also serves on the board of trustees for Carpenter Place. I will ask Jim and his wife, Frida, to come up at this time. Do you accept the responsibility of guarding and watching over the souls of the Northside family? Do you commit to lead, love, nurture, admonish, and serve this spiritual family? Do you vow to shepherd this flock faithfully with the goal of presenting them mature in Christ? I will. God grant you wisdom in overseeing the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you a shepherd. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for Jim and his willingness to serve as an elder here at Northside. You've prepared him for this role in seemingly small ways and in larger ways. You've prepared him in ways that seem apparent now and in ways that are still unknowable. For all of this, we thank you. We ask that you give Jim a special measure of wisdom and discernment as he serves as an elder. Father, we're thankful for his good wife, Rita. We ask a special blessing on her as she supports Jim in his role as an elder. Be with Jim in his service as an elder. Be with each of us in our service to you. In your son's name we ask it. Amen. The next shepherd that we will be appointing today will be Brent Clothier. Brent was born in Emporia, Kansas, raised in Hutchinson, and graduated from Pittsburgh State University. Brent and Laurel came to Northside in 2002. He has served in several capacities, including teaching both youth and adult classes. He and Laurel also both served on the youth group parent team for a time, and Brent is currently the class leader for the Alive class. Brent and Laurel will soon celebrate 30 years of marriage. They have two boys, Grant, who's at school at Kansas State University, 
and Will, who's a junior at Eisenhower High School in Goddard. Brent has been with Textron Aviation for 20 years and currently holds the title of Senior Specialist of Materials and Process Engineering. Brent loves barbecue and believes it's a gift from God, a sentiment which most of us would agree. He enjoys trying his hand at smoking a rack of ribs. He also enjoys audiobooks, exercising at the Y, and projects at the family farm in Penalosa, Kansas. Uh, I ask Brent and Laurel to come up at this time. Brent, do you accept the responsibility of guarding and watching over the souls of the Northside family? Do you commit to lead, love, nurture, admonish, and serve this spiritual family? Do you vow to shepherd this flock faithfully with the goal of presenting them mature in Christ? I will. May God grant you the wisdom in overseeing the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you a shepherd. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, who structures all our lives in every detail, you have structured the church to be led by Christ through elders. No man on earth is equal to that task. Every elder leans on you for strength, for wisdom. We pray now that we will continue to pray for Brent and for Laurel, that you are with them, that you guide them, that you encourage them, that you strengthen them, and that you embolden them in a special way, fitting the task before them. Help them to always turn to you as Brent takes his place as an elder of your church here at Northside. In Jesus' name, amen. Final shepherd which we will appoint today will be Craig Greenwood. Craig grew up in Oklahoma City, the youngest of eight children. He attended the Northwest Church of Christ. His wife, Becky, grew up in Emporia, Kansas. and They met on a mission trip to Europe while attending what was called at that time uh, Oklahoma Christian College, or OCC. Craig served as a deacon over the Northside family camp for over 20 years. He's worked on several other projects as well. And for 16 years, Becky has been the Northside Database Administrator here in the office on staff. Craig and Becky were still single when they placed membership at Northside in 1985 uh, before they were married 33 years ago. They have two children, son Caleb and his wife Callie are members here, and they have two children, and daughter Becca, married last April to Jacob, and uh, they are members at Memorial Road Church of Christ in Oklahoma City. Craig's bachelor degree is marketing and English. Craig's a senior account executive at Conica Minolta Business Solutions here in town, and Becky has a master's degree in speech and language pathology. Craig and Becky both enjoy reading and snow skiing and playing with their grandkids, and I'll ask Craig and Becky to come up at this time. Craig, do you accept the responsibility of guarding and watching over the souls of the Northside family? 
Do you commit to lead, love, nurture, admonish, and serve this spiritual family? Do you vow to shepherd this flock faithfully with the goal of presenting them mature in Christ? I will. God grants you wisdom in overseeing the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you a shepherd. Gracious Father in heaven, we see your hand at work as you have prepared Craig for this moment. You've prepared him and he's listened to your Spirit's call. And Father, I just pray that you will grant Craig the ears to hear your guiding voice a heart of wisdom that is able to discern your will. And Father, may his love for others lead them to a love that comes from your Son. Father, protect and strengthen Craig and Becky against the powers of this world. Give Becky the strength to be Craig's support. And Father, just wrap your arms around them as they begin this walk. Father, we just ask that now you bestow your blessings on our shepherd, Craig, and his wife, Becky. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. At this time, I will ask all of our shepherds, all nine of you, to come forward to the stage and face me. As you stand before us today, I know that you know the great responsibility that you have, the yoke of leadership that each of you have taken in times past or today. And I pray God's richest blessings on you as our leaders. I want to give you two scriptures this morning that I believe I know will help you to be successful and to continue to glorify God in all that you do. The first is what Paul wrote in Acts chapter 20, verse 28. He wrote, Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Now you'll note, as you look at the PowerPoint, that there's an order to that. Keep first watch over yourselves. The consideration that the congregation has given you as men who are worthy of leadership has everything to do with what they've seen in you as leaders of your homes, leaders of people, leaders of your children and your grandchildren. I continue to charge you to continue to watch over yourselves and your families in the same way. It is easy in leadership to begin so focus on the sheep that you neglect your own children and family. I want to continue to charge you, as Paul did, to watch yourselves. And as you do that, then begin to shepherd all of the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. The order is clear. Watch yourselves, then all the flock, and keep that order straight as you go forward. The second charge is from a fellow elder. His name was Peter. He was a shepherd like you, and he wrote these words in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 2 through 4. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, 
but because you are willing, as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Men, I charge you to minister to us, to love us, to nurture us, to admonish us when necessary, and to lead us, and we will humbly follow. To remind you of your charge, this morning we have something for you. And I'll ask our teens to come forward. It is your very own shepherd's hook. Each of you are being presented with a hook that is a reminder of what God has called you to do as you shepherd his flock. They are being handed to you by our senior class to remind you that your job is a big one, that their souls, for which you are responsible, along with the others, uh, these young souls are getting ready to embark, to take flight in their own lives, and much of what we do as a family will have an impact on them eternally. So teens, will you hand our shepherds their hook, their shepherd's staff? And you all may have a seat, and thank you to our senior class for helping with that. A special note of thanks also to Luke and Cassidy Campbell, who created these. Each one has the name of the shepherd on the, on the side, and 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, also along it. And it's to remind you of your charge, that you are charged today with a very important task. The shepherd's staff is an unusual sight. We only reserve it for special occasions like these, I suppose. We don't see it much in today's world, but in the Bible world, it was a very familiar sight. The shepherd's staff was used primarily for three reasons. Number one, to draw the sheep together. In a large flock, there are many lambs, uh, some all at different points in the journey, Several lambs being born at the same time. And the shepherd has to make sure that no lamb is lost. And so, he will use it to draw the sheep close together and make sure they were under his watchful care. The second is to inspect the lambs. The shepherd will hook using the hook part of the staff and hook it by a neck or leg uh, to lead it where he can examine it. And as you consider the flock here, I pray that you will always... Examine the flock, not in terms of your own view of success, but in what the Word says about what maturity in Christ looks like. Now, I, I will admonish you, please do not use this literally and be, begin hooking wayward members, but, but may you understand the point. You have a responsibility to inspect the lambs and to lead them and to make sure that they are where they need to be and growing as they should. The third is to guide the sheep, because sheep, sheep tend to wander if, given, if left to themselves. They may think the pasture is greener somewhere else, or they may start to wander pursuing their own way. 
The whole flock can be going one way, and yet there may be a stubborn sheep here or there trying to go their own direction. A shepherd uses their staff to gently nudge a wayward sheep back in the right path. The shepherd understands the way the sheep should go. The shepherd understands the dangers facing the sheep. He uses his staff to draw them together, to inspect them, and to guide them toward the pastures where they are intended to go. This morning, I I do not believe, but if they are, someone tell me, uh, I do not believe Ron and Ginger Mock are here this morning. Are they? Okay. They were unable to make, they're probably watching online, but we intend to extend also one of these staffs to Ron Mock and Ginger, thankfulness and gratitude for their 16 years of faithful service, and we'll present that to them at another time. Shepherds, as you are shepherds of this flock, I want you to think about five things to do. Number one, be faithful in prayer. That seems obvious, but it's easy to focus on the, the small things, to get stuck in the weeds and neglect your prayer life. May you be obedient to God in all things, big and small. May you be examples of Jesus in all that you do, in word, in deed, in your participation with the flock here. May we look to you and see not just a shepherd, but may we see an example of the good shepherd. May you be led by the Holy Spirit who will guide you in ways which we cannot fully understand. And may you be one. May you maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace among yourselves and among all of us as a church. I would ask you now to please turn and face your flock. Now I want to give a charge to the rest of us. I charge you in the same way that I charge them as men to lead us, I charge you to be leadable. I charge you to do two things, two things that I think are very important. First, respect their leadership. First Thessalonians 5 says, respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. First Timothy 5 says, Paul is more specific, do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. May you respect their leadership, professional critics, And snipers will not feel at home at Northside. At Northside, we not only have a tradition of great leadership, but we have a tradition of loving, supporting, and praying for, and respecting our shepherds at all times, not just when they do things that we agree with. And second, may we make their work a joy. Hebrews 13, 17 says this, very, very pointedly, Obey your leaders, and submit to them. For they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning. If you hear groaning coming from any of these men, maybe, maybe we need to step back and take a second look at ourselves. Are we being obedient to our shepherds? Are we being submissive to them? They have to account for our souls. 
May we, may we let their work be a joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. You see, good, shepherd, good sheep trust the good shepherd, and good shepherds that he is called to lead us. Now, I will ask all of us to stand as the shepherds return to their places among us. In just a moment, we're going to sing a song, Gentle Shepherd. It is mostly about Jesus to remind him of how he is to lead us. We're not going to offer an invitation today, but if you need to respond to the gospel or if you have a spiritual need, I will say it's probably not too hard to find a shepherd today. Find a guy with a large hook and let him know what you need. After, as we sing this song, I want you to think about our common bond in Christ. And as we finish the song, then we, I will ask you to remain standing. And I'd like for all of us to join hands across the aisle for our closing prayer.